All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. And in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. Today's Tuesday, December 13th. And today is the day that everybody has been waiting for. The CPI inflation data was released this morning. So how are the markets reacting to this? And more importantly, how are we trading these markets? We'll talk about that. So if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hotcutter. This is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And we are real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, we got a lot of trading experience and we are showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we are not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And Mark, I don't even know what screen, what, what I should share this morning <laughs> because what a day. Let's just... Uh, bring up the economic calendar first and uh, then probably take it from there. Yeah, I, I think that that's a, a good uh, snapshot there. And you see those red flag reports, core CPI, CPI, CPI year over year. And you see those red numbers. This is because the actual CPI numbers were much lower, well, lower than expected, which was which was great. I mean, that's what traders wanted to hear in uh, markets. It was fireworks at the open. Yeah, because especially after last week's PPI producer price index that came in hotter than expected. I mean, this was kind of expected, but there was some nervousness and say, oh, well, the producer price index came in. Does this come in higher too? But anyhow, Let's uh, take a look at the futures markets uh, because uh, the report came out an hour before the open. And here's where we see the reaction. Yeah, just a huge reaction. Uh, NASDAQ was up over 4%. Uh, so actually uh, leading the, the indices. Uh, you see that after a little bit of a follow through, we, we've uh, pulled back a little bit, but still up nicely for the day and uh, an impressive move. Yeah, so we got to talk about the 4%. Why did the markets jump so much? And uh, this is basically because of this graphic that we see here uh, from CNBC, where we see, okay, in July, this is where um, people got already excited a little bit and thought, oh, maybe, 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 maybe it's peaking here, but it didn't. But now we kind of see a trend. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, and that's it. Uh, we want to see a trend that, and you see that it it's now looks like not only is it peak, but it's trending lower. Um, so th this is what the Fed wants to see. This is what traders want to see uh, because then the Fed can slow down their aggressive, uh, you know, hikes and in, in stance on monetary policy. Although a fifty basis point hike is still priced in and, and still expected. Uh, it's the that that peak um, or the uh, terminal rate that the traders are really uh, wanting to see where the Fed stops their hikes and, and where it eventually turns back down. Right. And right now, what traders are factoring is, is a half a percent basis point hike tomorrow. And then after this, for the February, meet, uh, February meeting, potentially just a quarter of a percentage yeah. point. And then pretty much stopping there, well, we don't know. But <laughs> you see, I, I always picture Jerome Powell, and uh, we, we talked about it. I picture him in his 
in his velvet robe there, uh, sitting in his armchair, sipping a coffee or a tea, watching the PPI data or the CPI data this morning. And then the CPI data came out and I just picture him sitting there. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Instead of spitting out the coffee, he had a little glass of champagne and yeah. So, I mean, we got to talk about it. So let's take a look. uh, First of all, at uh, the S&P on a daily chart. And uh, I want to bring up the 200-day moving average. And right now, we opened above the 200-day moving average. And right now, will this act as support or will we drop lower? Uh, and I mean, it, it looks like there's an attempt to fill that gap. Um, but it, I mean, hey, that the more we we get above that 200 day the the more mm-hmm. likely it holds so uh we'll, we'll have to see yeah you're, I still, mean, this... you're still a little bit away from your 4200 prediction though oh, I, no, I, no, I'm no, gonna... no it's right there it's right there it's right there <laughs> we'll see but we talked about it i mean this week two important events uh so the cpi today super important and tomorrow we have the fed meeting and i i think this is where markets realized oh wait a minute Jerry Powell is also known for pouring some ice cold water on uh, on this uh, expectations here and saying, wait a minute, <laughs> right? So this is where, uh, if you look at the VIX this morning, that was just dropping like a rock. Right now, a little bit of uncertainty coming back. And this is where I'm also super surprised to see that with this better inflation data, that there is still a 20% probability of a 75 basis points factored into for tomorrow. I would have thought that right now we are 98%. Oh yeah. Now that, that surprises me because the, the feds hinted at a 50 basis point hike. Um, at this point it, it makes sense. Um, and with CPI data, uh, coming in lower than expected after the hotter than expected PPI data, I I think it just supports the 50 basis point hike. So uh, yeah, that's a little bit off in my opinion. So uh, we'll see. I mean, this is where will the markets find a bottom there right now or will they really fill the whole gap? And uh, yeah, I mean, you just hinted at the 4200. For those of you, if you're just tuning in, uh, when we were right here, I made a bet with Mark and two of our mastermind members that I said by the end of the year, the S&P will be above 4200. So that is the bet. And uh, since we are now getting really, really, really close to the end of the year, we're talking about it pretty much every single day. (laughs) By the way, let me know in the comments, are are you with me or with Mark here? What do you think? By the end of the year, will we end above 4200, which is still a few percent away? Uh, Let's see. So from this level here, the markets would have to rally around 4%. So are you with me that we will close above 4,200 or are you with Mark? Leave it in the comments. I'm, I'm just curious what you guys think. Hey, Marcus, do you know the, the most expensive increase um, year over year? No. What it was? Eggs. Eggs? eggs up 49.1%. Jeez. I, I noticed it when, when I bought eggs yesterday, I, they, they were like six bucks. For 12 eggs, the six bucks. Yeah, air, airfare came in second at 36% higher and butter and margarine third at 34.2% for consumer prices. Yeah. 
All right. Well, um, let's take a look at our positions. So first of all, on an up day like this, that's where we are not interested in selling any puts. On an up day like this, this is where we want to sell calls because typically we get more premium on a down day. And this is why I'm also not very surprised that we have uh, just a, a few stocks popping up on the scanner here. Uh, so no surprise there. But, but honestly, Mark, for me, there wasn't much to do because looking at the NVIDIA position, I already sold the 175 calls expiring December 16 yesterday, and uh, I received $4.50 in premium. Let me just see, where do I have my, my handy dandy calculator? So $4.50 in premium, so that's $450 and 11 contracts. So close to $5,000 that I collected yesterday in premium here. Not too shabby, not too shabby. Yeah, so we talked about Nvidia several times. Uh, my cost base is at 160.91. If Nvidia closes above 175 on Friday, I'm getting called away. I'm making some money on the stock and collected a lot of money in premium here. So we shall see right now, also pulling a little bit back with the overall market. Google, another one, big jump for Google here this morning. Uh, so, so far up more than four and a half percent. That I'll, I'll take that. I was looking to see if we could sell uh, 104 calls and we got above uh, 99 actually, and it was looking pretty good, uh, but not enough to get that 30% uh, ROI that we're after. Yeah, so we need to see, maybe uh, Google gets another boost tomorrow. We'll also see what the markets are doing going into the Fed meeting. Again, because it could be, uh, switching back to a five-minute chart of the S&P, that we are finding a bottom here, and then we are moving up, going into the close. I, I kind of feel, <clears throat> we talked about it with our mastermind this morning. If you had any calls to sell, do it right at the open. Because we yeah. expected the markets to either be flat or moving lower. We did not expect that the markets uh, would just open higher and rally away. So this is why if you were to sell any calls right at the open was the best time. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. I mentioned it with the, the well, you started by mentioning it. But I, I thought, you know, with that volatility, it's such a huge move. There is the potential to get a little bit of a, a gap fill where there's that overreaction and then a drop back to reality. But even if the market was to move higher, this is where sometimes traders are afraid to trade options at the open. Heck no, that's when you have all of the volatility. So especially if you're an option seller, I think it's a perfect time to be selling. And we had a few traders sell some calls this morning. It was just beautiful for call selling. Yeah, exactly. Back to our position, CTRA. Um, so we were assigned and we did already sell calls yesterday against our existing positions. CTRA also moving higher, uh, still up for the day, but pulling back here a little bit. So I, I, I think this is where we really need the impulses from the Fed meeting tomorrow, where hopefully Jerome Powell will say <clears throat> that the Fed is happy with the progress that they are making right now. Yeah, that, that, those would be some great words. Uh, I'm looking at the play puts that we sold uh, got close to closing those at 90%, but didn't quite make enough of a uh, move to 
to lose that premium. Also with the Fed tomorrow, there, there's a little carryover there. In a normal week, uh, we probably would have got out. Yeah, especially with the Fed carryover, there is uncertainty. So the VIX is moving higher again. And uh, we'll see. I mean, I sold the 32 puts, you sold the 31 puts. Let's see what happens there tomorrow. We might be able to close this early, hopefully tomorrow or on Thursday. And uh, so for me, with these four positions, I'm full. I like to trade up to five positions. But since I have been flying a rescue mission on NVIDIA, this is taking up two positions in my portfolio. So I'm pretty full. And again, the way how the markets are moving today, don't see too many exciting opportunities to sell puts. Today was definitely a call selling day. Oh, sure, sure. Do you want to roll up your 175 to 177.50 for a 10-cent credit? Uh, no, not at this point. I mean, on, on Saturday, I'll uh, start traveling uh, with my kids uh, they to Miami. So this is where um, I, I'm okay if I'm getting called away and uh, being a little bit light going into the last two weeks of trading because uh, I, I'll still watch the markets when I'm traveling, but, uh, but I prefer not to be glued to the screen and really spend time yeah. here with my kids and family. So this is why I'm not interested in rolling this up. Uh, I My plan here is to really get called away and uh, collecting some really nice premium on this overall trade. Love it. All right, well, one more stock that we need to mention today because bucking the trend, Tesla. Tesla down 3%, even though the Nasdaq is up 2.2%. I mean, yeah, Tesla can't catch a break right now. Look at this, just sliding, sliding, sliding. Uh, we see that Tesla is coming up on the scanner. Uh, but Mark, do you want to sell puts on Tesla? Do you want to own Tesla right now? No. And uh, you, you look at that move lower. I mean, Tesla is in a, in a downtrend, right? Um, so sure, it could grab hold of some longer term support there, but... Um, at this point, don't fight the trend. And there's just a lot of uncertainty. I think Tesla is a solid company. Uh, maybe traders don't like that Elon Musk got booed at a Dave Chappelle show in San Francisco. And that's like causing part of this. No. I, I but there, there's definitely buying Twitter has not gone well for Elon. Elon was like the he, just this loved man with SpaceX and, and uh Tesla, but his this Twitter saga is hurting him. Yeah. Well, also since yesterday, he's no longer the richest man in the world. Did you hear this? Yeah. Well, that's why that's one more. Yeah. So he dropped to number two. Do you know who number one is? I don't. Yeah, it's a, it's the family that uh, owns Louis Vuitton and all these Hennessy brands, uh, the luxury oh, brands. Really? They it's are number one. Yeah. I mean, completely under the radar, you would never know because, uh, I mean, who's everybody talking about? Yeah. When we talk about richest man in the world, uh, we're talking about Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, right? Uh, we're talking about uh, Elon Musk. And uh, yeah, I, I think his name is Arnaud. Not quite sure. I have to look it up, but definitely super, super interesting. Talking about interesting, if you want to see some more interesting videos, I'll link to a few interesting videos right here for you. So take a look at this one and then we'll be back tomorrow going into the Fed meeting. It will be another exciting day. Happy trading, everybody.